We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, well, you ask, we answer. That's how we work it when it's AMA every single Wednesday at this time. Joe DeCamera and John Ritchie. Ask me anything sponsored by Bush Auto Group. Shop a wide selection of Nissans, Infinities, and over 200 pre-owned vehicles at bushautogroup.com. All right, Seltzer, what do inquiring minds from Facebook, Twitter, and the text line want to know today? Starting off with the text line, I think a question a lot of people want to know. How was your holiday time off? Lovely. Just sat there and did nothing. Me too, buddy. Did an, it was a nothing burger. No, I, did, I just watched movies. It, it was, was great. It was great. John, how about you? John, I know you've actually Mine was bad. You've had a tough stretch. Yours people, was not as good. Yeah, as people yeah. don't know about this. So, John, go ahead, man. My mom fell on Christmas. I was standing right next to her. We were in Mechanicsburg. My my three kids, my mom, my my aunt, my my family, and I could reach out and touch her. And she was she put on some new UGG slippers that I'd just gotten her. Oh, boy. They caught in the carpet, mm. and she went straight down. I, 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 I felt like putting my leg out to try to catch her. She was that close. And then I thought, you can't put your leg out to catch your mom. She went down. She hit her head. Mm. She hit her shoulder. She broke uh, her humerus. We couldn't get her off the ground. Oh, and we ended up having to call you know, 911, and you know, we spent, you know, so we're in the hospital on Christmas, and it was scary. You know, my, my kids were really scared I'm for sure. her well-being. She was so confused with the concussion. Uh, but things are getting better. We're managing. This is something that you deal with. When your mom, she's yeah. about to be 82 years old, yep. things start to happen. And so this is on the positive side. Had we not been there, who knows how bad it could have been. Sure. We were, I was a foot from her, so that's great. And this is now pushing things to where we are all going to be living together in the very near future because that's where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, look, we've said to you privately, but we'll stay on the air. Obviously, we're very sorry to hear this. And, no, thanks, you know, man. Hoping for it better is, days for your mom. It's great that we were there. And good. it's it's positive moving forward. Everything is on the up and up. Good, good. All right. Uh, this question is from Dickie on Twitter. Dickie asks, what is your New Year's resolution? Well, if it was you, I'd say get a different name. But um, <laughs> wow, on, man, are you kidding me? Come on, guy goes around life with the name Dicky. Are you kidding me? Come on, does he spell that I E or Y? Just Y. Do you think his real name's Richard? You know, I don't know. I want to do that whole thing again <laughs> that. because I think on Friday we might do drop of the year, and I do think the how did Dick become Richard thing. Oh, it's got to be in there. It's got a shot to oh, win. Oh, it is absolutely in the running. For it's going to be the there year. with Seltzer's, you know, beer chugging thing and the Fred Barnett toilet story, and we any, got a lot of good stuff. Any, I've been compiling it. There's there's a lot coming. Some of Devin's oops, I did it again moments. <laughs> there will be a whole bunch, but um, 
Uh, I actually had no New Year's resolution. I probably should have, and in the past I have many times, most times, maybe all times. I just didn't. I didn't think of it, and I had no resolution. Yeah, that's a really still bad could. job by still, you. Still could. <laughs> I think maybe you should try to get one. I should, too. I felt like my resolution was going to be to eat pork and sauerkraut because that's always sort of what we do. We eat as much as good we luck, can right? for good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which we did again. My son cooked the pork and sauerkraut, and it was really, really good. Nice. Uh, but, no, I don't have an official one, and go. I think we should. Yeah. You should join me. I'm going to eat better this year. I want okay. to eat better. That's what I'm going for. You know I'm what? I eat better this year. I want to eat less of, of the acai bowls that I've been eating on an almost <laughs> can you, can daily you basis. That? Are you sure? Daily basis. I know this is over the top. I know it's wrong, but I think, uh, yes, I, I, I need to start peeling it back a okay. little bit. I'd probably like to have shorter naps. Naps are obviously essentially shorter. necessary. <laughs> But if I could nap shorter, then I'd be able to go to bed earlier. How long you nap for, generally? I mean, totally varies, obviously. But, like, yesterday, as an example, was two hours, and then it's hard wow. to get to sleep. That's yeah, not that's, a nap. That happened to me. Yeah, it's too long. Too yeah, long. You, way too long. Uh, let's do one more question. Okay, I already know the answer to this, but what? I'm intrigued to, to hear uh, what Richie's answer is. But I know what your answer is because you send it to me all the time. Okay. What is your favorite emoji? It's thumbs up. Yeah. You're damn right and it you, is. And, and you in get, fact, Joe DeCamera yeah. might be the the king in the history of the yeah. world of the thumbs up. And you know, and you know why, right, yeah, Devin? You're ending a conversation. I'm ending the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm done with you. So it hurts my feelings a little bit whenever you text me a thumbs up. Well, it, you know my motto: yeah. deal with it. Especially when you can just words. hold the thing and click the little thumbs nah. up now. That is so much <laughs> no. easier than actually going in and. Joe, I'm emoji. with you. I do yeah. the thumbs up. I'm done. All right, we're done. I'm done. I'm done. Exactly. It's a very nice way to say, all right, yeah, we're good. Oh yeah, it's over. It's over. We get it. All right, Seltzer. John, do you have an emoji? I don't, I don't use the. I'm emoji-less. Okay. I, I, wow, so your favorite emoji is none. I don't have any purpose for emojis. I'd rather just use words. What if you want to do a little, like, it's it's on fire? You're going to do, like, you're going to write fire. it's on fire rather than have a little fire emoji? I think it's on fire. Smiley <laughs> face is pretty good also because it's like, oh. Joe you, is so, you, you Joe, Joe just found emojis. Yeah. The thumbs up yeah. and smiley face. A couple years, a couple years, but I keep it simple. With that. Also, I do the hammer emoji because that's in there too. Yeah, we get oh. that a lot. And yeah. with that, yeah, hundreds yeah. of times. And we, well, right now it's two hundred. Let's see here, two hundred thirty. Yeah, you'll do victims. the hammer times ten. Yeah, hammer yeah, times. Yeah, 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 we know. It's really amazing. I mean, might beat the hammer that record. That clogs it's, my inbox, by the well, way. Well, too bad. And with that, we shut my it down. Hex strand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to Gary right now in Whitehall. What's going on, Gary? Hey, morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Gary. Hey, uh, John and Joe, you're both correct on the Jalen Hurts issue. John, I, I totally agree with you. It's, it's the coaching, uh, the direction. But Joe is also right, too, because he's not a rookie anymore. He's they, This is his fourth year in the NFL, and he's been playing quarterback practically his whole life. He knows when to change the play and what to call. I mean, There's Gary, no- t- Gary, take that example when he threw deep twice in the final few minutes of, I think it was the Seattle game. Like, John was saying to me, oh, the coach has got to tell him. Like, no, you know what? Jalen's got to know. Don't freaking throw deep. I mean, what was exactly. the, the freaking point of that deep shot to A.J. Brown with, like, 13 seconds left when all they needed was, like, 10 yards to get in reasonable field goal range? That was, Didn't he say it was to try to get a yeah, pass interference? Well, that I was think, Sirianni, I was think we all acknowledge that was Sirianni covering for yeah. Jalen. And my uh, point is, how many times this uh, year has that happened? A lot. Yeah, we're going to throw it up for an interference call, and then also Ridiculous. we didn't throw the ball because of the wind. Okay, yeah, right. 
I think, look, every every team I ever played for, that offensive coach, that staff, I had such reverence for a guy like Andy Reid and, and John Gruden, guys who were, you know, just they knew everything. Well, there was accomplishment there. They understood there. Yeah. everything there, that, that there was to understand about offense. There was so much respect there. Is that the dynamic that we have that exists well, here? I don't know. No, I don't so. either. I mean, to be fair. And, and will it ever? Well, look. Can the, it Those guys ever. came from the Walsh-Holmgren thing, even if they didn't directly deal with Walsh. And John Gruden was 34 years old when he showed up out there I as know. a head coach in Oakland. Yeah. And everyone respected him because everyone knew he could put them in position for success every single snap. I would have told, I would have told Gruden, you're, you're too young to be my boss. Get out of here. All right, Gary, give me an answer. No, uh, an image from a movie. What? King Kong on top of the Empire State. Oh, that's a big one. That is a big one. No Jeez. no question about that. King Kong's a great answer. All right, speaking of answers, we'll get answers from Jason Kelsey. He joins us at 730 today. Plus, what Sirianni said to us yesterday. We covered a lot with Sirianni, including some questions that he'd probably never been asked before about his job status and all that. What Sirianni said to us yesterday, we'll get to that and more. Plus, something very interesting. When we were in the A.J. Brown conversation with Sirianni, I wonder, was he actually alluding, was he maybe alluding, without saying it, without stating it, to A.J. being more frustrated with Jalen than Nick? I don't know. You'll listen. You'll be the judge. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie. It is 94 WIP. Hey, what a wild time, obviously, right now to be a Philly sports fan. Topsy-turvy, to say the least. We're all hoping for a winner. You know, that enthusiasm for a winner that feeling of winning, that hope, obviously, to get the Philly sports teams on the right track to win, that's exactly what you'll get. You'll get a winning feeling when you work with the remar- remarkable people at MHS Lift because Andy and Brent Levin, they run a winning operation in every possible way. MHS Lift, a team of winners who continues to rack up awards. How do they do it? Well, how about this? It's really, in many ways, very simple. They work hard. They have core values. They work as a team to do what's right for you, the customer, plus MHS Lift, is the company you should trust when it comes to forklifts, material handling equipment, warehouse automation, or warehouse efficiency assessments. And if your equipment needs repairs or maintenance, MHS Lift offers sleep well service. You might say, well, what what the heck is sleep well service? Let me tell you exactly what it is. You can sleep well knowing that your repairs are being done right and they're being done right on time, and that's what you want. MHS Lift has been in business for over 53 years now. They do it right the first We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Days removed from that debacle, and it was a debacle. Eagles' last game. I don't know. There might not be. <laughs> Maybe they lose by two touchdowns to Tampa, and we show up on a Monday morning and be like, "Yep, kind of saw that coming." Listen, there is obviously a chance that they. Uh, Gets this thing back together. I mean, it's not impossible. They do still have great offensive talent. Now, look, the defense stinks, and the only way they can really win is to outscore teams, obviously. But with the personnel they have, especially if Devontae Smith can play, and we don't know his status, I mean, there is – I am not confident in that. I know the report was good. The report was, hey, it's just a – did they even say high ankle? I didn't think they used the term high ankle. What I saw was they were not worried. I – I don't feel like that makes any sense with the way we saw it look. He got rolled up. The mechanism I, I of injury. Was mild mild was the term. Brain. That's right. Yeah. Mild. mild ankle. And they yeah, but didn't do you want to play the him on the field? High yeah. ankle. They didn't say high ankle. It's yeah. almost like they're being cautious not to portray this in too negative a light because it it, it this could be what's the word I want to use? This could be a touchy situation because of how he was hurt, because of mm. how Devontae was injured on a play that those guys, like, let's say, if AJ's upset that that play was called, right? if AJ's like, man, what, what are you doing running a slip screen on third and 20? We're not going to get a first down. Like, help me downfield. Help me get, yeah. you know, vertical. In this situation, Devontae blocking. Yeah getting hurt, yeah. are they trying to downplay the injury no, I don't so know. as Maybe. to keep the, the, the guys who are upset that he was hurt on that play, keep them, you know, happier? Well, maybe. I mean, look, we're going to know one way or the other whether he's able to play in that first playoff game or not, and, and all the conversations. It's not. a bad look. I, like, I the way he was hurt. When I saw that, I thought, well, that's a month. When I saw it happen, I thought it's a month. And it's certainly possible it's not going to be. Yep. And if it is a mild low ankle sprain, then he'll he'll play this week, I would yep. think. He's a tough guy. If he can't get out there this week, that's a real issue. All right, so, you know, that's on the table, obviously. So, too, is a lot of conversation today about Hurts and his culpability and all this. Sirianni's been by far the main uh, talking point since that game happened, and frankly, over the last couple of weeks. And Sirianni should be the main talking point. But I think Hurts is – role in this and what I'll say his culpability in this has been um, underplayed publicly. I, I think he's got a bigger hand in, in the, in the fallout than, than a lot of people have alluded to. Um, and curious where you stand. And, and again, I'll just say, and I know John doesn't agree with me, but I, I see the first and 20 sequence as 
I need a two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback to know change the play. I mean, it's just it's it's it, just not realistic. Well, look, would, the, Drew, the would, Drew, would Drew Brees change the play? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I tend to think he would. Would he have in his in his third season as a starter? Is a different discussion, right? Well, well it could be. Could be. It is I just, crazy. That's asking a lot of Jalen Hurts. It's, well, it's, but he's being crazy. paid. But he's being. But he's being paid it. But it's, so Brian Johnson is also being paid to make sure that that Brian not Johnson, doesn't fall the offensive to Jalen coordinator, is his job is to create contingency plans within the offense. If that play, if you get up to the line of scrimmage and you see the play that you've called is being run into this look, then you will change the play to this look. That's all the offensive coordinator. It's not the quarterback's job to create contingencies and plans that work against well, the those truly, looks. the truly great quarterbacks no. typically do. Okay, typically they they, do. they have they have the wherewithal and the knowledge yeah. to do that. They're not writing up game plans. They're not drawing this. No, stuff but the up. plays in like, the playbook, and they know, hey, I'm going to signal to everyone we're going to run play Y instead on, of play X. Like what you're doing is is it's just wrong. Why the idea that you have too audible? The idea, yes. Why is that wrong? The, because it's not just that simple. Like, the idea to audible to get into the perfect play, like, where does it stop? If you give your quarterback well, a green light to just audible every time he wants, like, like it's mm. never gonna, you're never going to run the right play. Well, the, the Audibles are built into an offense just like everything else, and you need to see there are certain requirements that need to be met in order to engage audibleizing. You know, I, I don't know how to explain it better, but it's like the way that it works – is not the way that you're expecting. You think it I'm to making work. it too simple? Yes, and Jalen does not have the leeway to just get up there willy nilly and and call well, whatever look, he wants. That might be next week's question to Sirianni: Is Jalen allowed audible? Yes or no? And I'm sure his answer will be yes when it's appropriate. <laughs> I believe he did in a in a big play. I don't remember what game it was earlier in the season before you know we realized they were having all these offensive struggles where. It was a touchdown or like a big, like they oh, converted a third down, and that. it was Jalen Hurts did call an audible. He signaled something out yeah. there to AJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, so they he like can the and he has protection. It, it like the doesn't coverage. seem like it happens often. No, definitely. Not. I will say that, especially yeah. where they really change formation, where they really change well, alignment. How often do they change formation well, and alignment? Well, that's they, they never motion. do it to begin I, with. I, yeah, I, I agree. Which I agree. makes it harder to audible I, all of a sudden. I agree. I agree. All right, so. Kelsey will join us shortly. Also, what Sirianni said to us yesterday on a whole bunch of topics. We'll get to that audio as we move stats, through the, though, through though. the hour. Go like, ahead. Yeah, there's a lot that's wrong with the way our offense looks. Yep. But the last five games, we've allowed 31 points a game, which is 31st in the NFL. That's well, horrendous, yeah. We're 29th in yardage allowed. We're 31st in third down defense. We're 31st in red zone touchdowns allowed. Like this is oh. these are all massive ideas. Like the idea of stopping a team in the red zone, it's pretty important. <laughs> Scoring defense is pretty important. Scoring defense. Third down defense. These yeah. are the things that coaches they, they got charts on the walls of your facility saying these are our goals. We must meet them to win at football. Yeah. No, no, and listen, we're not that's, doing it's it. it's a disaster. Um all of this, by the way, also leads us to a Twitter poll question of the day. I never thought we'd ask this year, start of the new year, but we are. Uh, Twitter poll brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. What's the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people, well-trained, friendly, and caring. Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Today's question, who's the best team in Philly sports? Of the main four, alphabetical order, is it Eagles, Flyers, Phillies, or Sixers? Obviously, at the start of this football season, and certainly a month ago, the answer would have been the Eagles. I mean, they would have gotten – 
like 100% of the vote. How far down do they tumble now, and who actually wins the poll? Let's go to the phones. Kelsey will join us shortly. Drew in Westchester right now. Hi, Drew. Good morning, folks. Uh, Richie, my thoughts with your uh, family. I'm glad the Thanks, seems man. like your mom's uh, doing better. And uh, uh, now uh, with that, with Jalen, uh, I think a lot with Jalen and and I think to an extent, Jalen and Sirianni as a duo right now is mental and psychological. I heard Rhea in one of her updates bring up the Jets game, and I think that interception really did have some lasting effects. It just seems to me like when they get into like a four-minute offense, when they either need to hold a lead or the game's tied, that they're just over completely overthinking everything in terms of what to do, that they're so afraid they're going to make a catastrophic mistake, that they get conservative, and, and they I agree. Kind of have I agree no with idea that. what to do in that situation. And I don't know. I have a couple ideas, but I don't know that it's fixable right now. Like It might take an off-season at a training camp to rebuild that trust. I think we kind of shook that loss off because we played well against the Dolphins and kind of like got right back on the horse. But it feels to me like there's just some kind of like lasting psychological effects from that interception he threw there. So I remember the one that was a deflected interception. Are you saying a different one late in the game? Yeah, it was like with a, like a minute 50 to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a goddard yeah, to yeah. try to ice the game and just kind of threw off his, like, back yeah, foot, yeah. like, I think right to, like, a linebacker That's or right. a safety. That's and right. it just feels like it just feels like they haven't been able to, like, salt away a game, um, you know, since then. Listen, Drew, we haven't talked much about this, but it is possible Jalen has his own crisis of confidence right now. I mean, he, he hasn't played as well. He's turned it over a lot. I do agree with everyone that says the coach is putting him in a rough spot with – how constricted the offense is, and it's certainly possible that I don't want to say he's drowning because I don't think it's that bad, but he's he's he needs more help. He's struggling. He's struggling with the struggle. I think. Well, I think, think that's about, think about that. Think about the fact that we're sitting at the end of the third quarter in in this last game, and and we'd only run the ball ten times. It was the end of the third quarter. Well, they barely had, had plays. Handed, I I understand that. Yeah. I understand, and that's an extenuating circumstance, but. The, the running game helps every quarterback, not just young quarterbacks. Well, they're not and being able to run it well. Quarterback, especially when he's got a great offensive line and great backs to hand it off to. Uh, just do the obvious and, I, and, and help this guy a little Drew, bit. Drew, give me an image from a movie. You can win the Maniscalco tickets. Uh, for sure. And I'll just say real quick, it feels to me like Jalen's been trying to win the Super Bowl on, like, every play. And it's like, it only comes around, like, once a year. So, like, you got to, like, enjoy the other 364 days and, you know, have a little uh, fun. I'm going the uh, upside-down uh, kiss in Spider-Man with uh, Mary Jane. All right, you got a little Spider-Man action. Never been my thing. The, the I'm, I'm a Batman guy, not a Spider-Man. Oh, my God, I love Spider-Man. Really? So, and I'm not a big superhero Person, but Spider Man is Spidey's great. He's definitely better than Batman. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, would you guys uh, knock? Joe's it not off. gonna like oh, that. Get out of here! Just walk out of the studio, please. I gave my anti Batman takes while you guys were all out last week, so I'll spare. I mean, our Batman's definitely a better again. superhero. He's a not. He's a guy. Batman he's just a guy. A Everyone else yet. has superpowers. This guy's a genius no. who finds ways to to be a superhero without all the powers. It's better. But then he's not a superhero. But he's who just would a rich you guy. Be? Correct. Yeah, I'd rather have the superpowers. Well, that's not the sure. question. The I question know. is, yeah. what you know, what's who's better? By the way, uh, I think Devin, it's better to have your own powers. I need an answer from you here because I didn't hear much, you know, over the break. Yeah. And thank you for hosting a bunch of shows. I got a maybe a tweet or a text. I forget what. Someone reached out to me and said, 
that I was referred to as, and I like this nickname. John's not going to like it, but it's oh, apropos God. for me. Is it true someone in the, called in the show and said I should be known as Darth DeCamera? Uh, <laughs> sign, sign me up. Sign me yeah, up. Yeah, okay. I do believe that happened. Oh, I'm writing it I down. It's official. Everything that we discussed, uh, oh, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> yes. what got back to you. Or like to Ewok camera. to camera. At, at one point, no. Rob Ellis and I also tried our best to do impressions of, of both you, Joe, and John for like the opening monologue you guys do with the fun fact. Um, so I'm really glad you both missed that. I'm telling you to not go back and, and listen to it. All right, good stuff. Let's talk to uh, Jason Kelsey. He joins us every single Wednesday at this time obviously it's been soft sledding for the eagles lately and uh jason is uh of course um uh with us every single wednesday and, and he's with us right now all right let's welcome the eagle star center jason kelsey good morning jason morning joe how we doing uh we're doing all right man so how you doing jason i mean it's got to be tough i imagine you've been through it before this one's a strange twist unexpected i think how are you doing with you know everything you guys are dealing with I mean, obviously, everybody's frustrated and pissed off with how the last few weeks have gone. Um, you know, you know, I've been through losing seasons before, winning seasons. I think the one that makes this one so frustrating is the fact that I think, you know, the expectations and, you know, where we saw ourselves being, even at the midpoint of the season, was, was in a much different space than where we're at right now. And, you know, we're we're just not – we're not executing and playing with a good football team right now. I think at, at times, both sides of the ball have been playing well throughout the season. Um, but, you know, it's been a frustrating last, you know, month, five weeks, however long it's been. Um, you know, the last five games really have not gone, um, you know, the way we – you know, wanted to go. You know, it's not. You know, we we. You know, we obviously had a great start to the season, but um, we're not executing well across the board. Uh, offensively, a better day from a production standpoint, and you know, I think we we did some good things, but you know, don't get it done at the end of the game, which is, you know, the most crucial part of it. And you know, I think that that's stuff that we did earlier in the season a little bit better. We, you know, we, we, we handled the end of these games. We operated in crucial situations as a team um, and, you know, just haven't done that recently um, in, in two out of these last three games. So, yeah. So, Jason, how much could you tell that Jonathan Gannon really knew you guys with the way their defense played you? So how much harder did it make it playing against a guy who was familiar with your personnel? You know, um, I was interested to see how that went going into the game, and I, I didn't see too much different, to be honest with you, um, from what they were doing. Now, was there calls that were made based on what they knew about us potentially? But, you know, I think a lot of what we did offensively, we executed, to be honest with you. I mean, we punted one time. Mm -hmm. uh, we could have done better in the red zone. Um, but all – you know, we just – we didn't really get a lot of opportunities. I know that's not a great thing to say. We just didn't. Yeah, there weren't many possessions um, in the yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had 20 plays in the first half, and I think half of those were a two-minute drill. So, you know, I think we could have done better with our opportunities. I know that. And I think, um, you know, I thought there was – you know, I think guys for the most part played pretty well offensively, but obviously – 
in crucial moments we just didn't get it done. And the one punt was big. Uh, we had a chance to retain possession there and uh, didn't come up with it. And then obviously the penalty at the end, putting us in a behind the sticks uh, with that last three plays really offensively uh, to give them the ball back. Uh, you know, that was, that was a big one. So, yeah. Jason, I wonder, you know, you've, you've been through just about all of it in pro football at this point. Um, do you draw on past experiences of climbing out of holes and at times not climbing out of holes like 2020, you guys never climbed out of the hole. Um, yeah, of course. 2013, yeah. you I, did. I, I mean, you were one in three, and you, you turned it around. Like, do you guys, do you find, and do you message that to the guys? Like, guys, we can do this. I've seen it get dark before. We can do this. Yeah, of course. You always draw on, you know, your experiences, and you're doing everything you can to try and get things corrected, um, and everything that you know that will get things corrected. Um you know, with this team, and I know everybody's tired of hearing this. So I'm tired of saying it, but I, you know, I, I keep coming back to the fact that you know, I, I just think that we have good players. I really do. And I think that our coaches are really good. That we can get to a place where we can play a lot better than we have been playing. Um, you know, again, that's what makes this one so frustrating in my mind. Is that, um, you know, I, I I don't think that there's a lack of talent. Um, you know, I think that, you know, outside of the two losses to uh, Dallas and San Fran, you know, all of these games have been within reach. And uh, the other few, three losses we've had have been become, because of our own demise, which is frustrating by and large. So I think, um, I think when you look at that, I think there's, there's still – optimism and there's still um, things to look at as a player and as a teammate and as a coach that, uh, you know, despite this, I guess what has happened over the past month, that there are still things that we can do um, and that we can play much, much better than we have and compete with anybody on the field as long as we correct these things. Jason, one of the things uh, for me, and I think for a lot of people watching, it's been perplexing is um, <laughs> a run game which we had grown accustomed to watching dominate hasn't for, for really a while now. I mean, I thought it was almost yeah. like passing the ball to Kareem in the eighties for a sky hook. Like it was almost automatic. Yeah. Can you explain yeah. why the run game has been so much less efficient in, in really probably now about the last two months? You know, um, I don't know. We, we had a good day against the Giants. So I'd have to go. I think there are a couple games, obviously, with Dallas and San Fran with the circumstances of the game kind of take the ball out of the hand of the run game. I thought we did a decent job against uh, Seattle, did a good job against New York. And then this past week, I think there was more there, and we just, for whatever reason, it just didn't click. Um, you know, uh, so and I, I think – you know, the run game is always kind of up and down, if I'm being honest with you. I think um, for the most part, uh, you know, we do a good job there. But obviously, um, we would love to uh, be doing much, much better as a unit in that regard. I think 
it's hard to execute in the run game. And, you know, it's not just two guys. And I don't mean to you know, make, make it sound like the passing game is easy, but, you know, you have a good quarterback and a good receiver and you get a one-on-one matchup, there's a high chance that guy's going to make a play. Uh, in the run game, it really takes everybody clicking and hitting everything together. Um, you know, I'd be lying to you if I said that I thought guys were playing bad. I really think up front guys are playing well. I think the tight ends are playing well. It just it's one guy here, one guy there, penalty here, uh, mistakes, uh, stuff like that that I don't think has been necessarily, um, you know, I don't think it's it's like this glaring thing. I just think it just really hasn't clicked the way it has before where it's been this dominant, I guess, if that makes sense. Jason, as a team leader, how often do you talk to A.J. Brown about the things that are troubling him, and uh, how important is honest communication to football success? It's huge, especially when you're in adverse situations and you're losing and frustrations are high, right? And, right. Um, you know, it's not just important for me, it's important for everybody. And I think that that's some of the things that, you know, I've emphasized and that we emphasize as a team is to continue to communicate, continue to talk. Um, you know, not any relationship, wherever you're at in life, is based on communication and open and honest discussion. And I think we have a great group. Um, I know that AJ's being open and honest, and I think that's where you have to be, um, as is everybody else with their frustrations. And, um, you know, your job as a teammate is to listen and to take that in. You know, I've been on teams where that doesn't happen, and that's usually when things really start to go south. So, um, you know, you have to be taking into context what everybody's feeling and going through and expressing your ideas, concerns, whatever they are, um, and, and get to a place where everybody feels confident moving forward. And I think that um, – do you get that sort of input from a guy from from Jalen Hurts? You know, like what what we're talking about here is like the, that openness, and it is important to knowing what your teammate thinks. But with Jalen, it just yeah. doesn't feel like he's he's as expressive as as most guys. So does it set up certain challenges in terms of that open communication when you've got a guy who is sort of more to himself? Yeah, I mean, I I think. Different guys are wired differently. Some guys are more introverted. Some guys are more extroverted. It's important for anybody, no matter who you are on a team, to communicate. And I would say that I think Jalen, um, you know, is a very calm and composed player on the sideline. And he weathers his emotions extremely well. And that's that's an incredible strength, in my opinion, that he has. Um, and I think that, what may appear, I guess, to the outside as though he's not talking to his teammates in the middle of a game or uh, some of his answers, I guess, maybe in press conferences. Um, I can tell you this right now. Me and Jalen talk constantly, and we're always trying to communicate, especially throughout practice and the work week of preparation. And I think, um, you know, we all get caught in moments where, either frustrations or your own um, things that are happening in your head take you away from talking to guys. 
but I don't think that that's an issue with Jalen. I think that, and I think more importantly, um, I think Jalen isn't afraid to talk to anybody. You know, you can't develop like these cliques or these certain people that you do talk to and don't talk to um, as a guy in that position or a guy in my position. Like, whenever you're in charge of communication and you're in charge of a leadership position within a team, um, you know, you have to be able to talk. All every every different you know position group, guy in the team, uh, head coach. You know, you don't got to necessarily, I guess, try and iron things out with the practice squad guy, but um, you know, you got to be the guy that is, is 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 voicing what he thinks to the rest of the group. Um, and he does it his way, and he does do it. I will say that. I think it's 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 more of a um, it's a different way than I do it. And in some ways, a lot better to be quite frank you with, frank with you. Huh. Um, and I think that that's part of the great things. Jason Kelsey here, as he is every Wednesday at this time. Jason, let's big picture this within the confines of your career. Uh, a lot of us wondered yeah. after that game on Sunday whether you and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham walked off the link field for the final time in your career. Um, you haven't gone on the record about, you know, what's going to be next year, but let me ask you this question. Do you know with one regular season game left, do you know, even if you haven't announced it, do you know what your decision will be? No. Got it. Open-minded. Open. And that's what you've been yeah, the last. Sure. And that's what you've yeah. been. And that's what you've been the last no, bunch of years, right? It's, it's year to year. Is it? A, is it a January, February, March thing every year? That's when you figure it out. I think you just you have to look after everything's said and done, um, and, and and really grasp where you're at. So, I you know I don't feel comfortable worrying about that now or thinking about it. Um, you know you. You just go through the season, and at the end of the day, you, you think about that afterwards. I think that that's the healthiest way to do it. Um, so, I think you know, you doing it any other way is a distraction in some regards. And you know, two, it's just not something that I don't think you're fully capable of being in the right either state of mind or um, frame of reference for so um, you know you're not that you're not ever thinking about it but it's also you know I can firmly say that you know none of those decisions have been made as of right now Jason good luck on Sunday and good luck obviously trying to get this thing back on track as in a week and a half one way or the other you're going to be playing in a playoff game so good luck on all of it thank you Jason and happy new year to you man all right. happy new year guys hopefully this year. one uh, gets Going a lot better than the end of last one. All right. See you later, Joe. All right. See you, Jason. There he is. Uh, Eagles star center, uh, Jason Kelsey. You know what I was thinking of there at the end when he was talking? Because, look, I'm sure he and Brandon Graham and potentially Fletcher Cox, um, you know, they don't want to go out, I'm sure, on like a sour note. You know what went out on about the, the worst note you could go out? I don't know if you guys remember this. Do you guys remember the double whammy of Dan Marino and – I believe it was Jimmy Johnson and Dan Marino's final game. Do you guys remember their final game? What no, happened? No, I don't. Okay, so they were together for like four years, yeah, right? In Miami, sure. Yeah. They lost a playoff game. You ready for this? About 98. 90, or 99. It's either 98 or 99. 
They lost to the Jags in a playoff game 62-7. to Oh, I remember that. That was that the, Brunel? Yeah. Oh, definitely Brunel. Yeah. Yeah, that was the bye-bye. I played bye. against Dan Marino that year. I remember. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure. We, yeah. That was the bye-bye to Marino. He had a walk. And so did Jimmy Johnson, two Hall of Famers. They had a walk off the field. I mean, Marino knew it was over, and I think Jimmy Johnson knew it was over. Like, that was it. 62-7, to seven, get out of the lake. So we all hope, because I'll tell you this, if, if, if Jason and Brandon and potentially Fletcher Cox retire at the end of this year, it's going to be, it's gonna, look, it's going to be sad any which way you cut it, but it's also going to be like an extra bummer if it's like they just lost a playoff game to Tampa. Freaking Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay? Who, like, before the season started, we would have thought the Eagles would be a freaking 10-point favorite against? Like, there's no scenario that the Eagles would be at Tampa. We didn't think Tampa was even going to be in the playoffs <laughs> right. this season. Right. So, anyway, it's it's all kind of crazy. All right. Sirianni, some of what he said to us yesterday. We covered a lot of ground with Sirianni yesterday. We're going to get to that audio coming up shortly here. Let's talk to George, some of the more probing questions and how he addressed them. Let's go to including his job status. What Sirianni said about that, we'll get to that shortly. And the A.J. Brown thing, what Sirianni said about that, we'll get to that shortly as well. George in North Wilmington. George, Happy New Year to you, pal. Joe, Happy New Year to you and to everybody there. Rhea, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. John, Happy New Year. Sorry to hear about your mother's trouble there, John. I I heard some of it a little earlier. Yeah, thank you. She's hanging in there. Joe, I have to tell you that in your time off, um, Rob Ellis and uh, Devin, they were so funny. I believe it. And, and you, you uh, it's, a, it's a shame that you, like you said, you did nothing. But oh. you should have tuned in because I think there was a day where they thought you were, like, tuning in, monitoring everything. But, you know, they did that. Usually I do, George. This was like, I was, I was so, I, I was just like. I'm you out. Get a break. Well, good. I'm out. Good. It, I, it's crazy when you're like up at six thirty in the morning texting us when you have an off day. Like, don't do that. Enjoy <laughs> yeah. the day. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah, no. I knew Joe wasn't listening because if he had been, we definitely would have been receiving many texts. <laughs> I would have yeah, said, and, "What are we and... doing?" You get it. To, I, I would have said to Devin. Now you better get your head out of your ass. Yeah. There right. You go. Come on. <laughs> Pull it together here. Pull it together. And, and Rob uh, even won on the pop culture. Uh, Beat the hammer. Oh, and, uh, he won. He did. Yeah, he, he did. did. Win, he definitely yeah. did better than you would have done. Joe, oh boy, that's exactly what that's He's exactly what Devin said. <laughs> Good for him. By the way, ninety-nine percent of the world would do better than me. Yeah, that's true. true. That. Although I am aware that Ian's earring, like you know, was getting pummeled the other day. That was horrible. Wait, what? Steve ah. Sanders. Yes. Taking it? What happened? So, 90210's own Ian's earring. I believe is, it's Ian for what it's Ian, worth. whatever. Yeah. He's he's on the street. And like this group of guys just jump them, and they're just what? like, "Oh, it's horrible." I mean, it's terrible. He gets away, and like he doesn't get really banged up, but he almost did. Wow. Oh, it was a bad situation. See, that's some pop culture news that I didn't know that you just informed me of. So yeah, no, I'm full of pop culture. Oh, and I got. Oh, and did I got. Catch the people who jumped him. Uh, I don't think so. I believe the answer this is, is no. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it was called the Zeering Brawl. It was on. The news coverage, oh, I saw. Yeah, not, not good. All right, George, give me a big answer here, man, because I got more to say about pop culture. Give me a big answer for an image from a movie. I do think there's a potential winning answer that hasn't been said yet. Okay. Well, I gave James one, but I'm going to pivot, and I'm going to go with The Shining. Here's Johnny. It's a great one. Yeah, that's a big answer. Sticking his head through the door. George, good one. 
Good, uh, good answer right there, man. Appreciate that. Let me say one more thing, pop culture related. Ooh, can't wait. Because, <laughs> because I got to tell you, this, this, this one annoyed me recently. So, mm. John and I both have our swag max. Your what? Swag max. <laughs> I have us weekly yes. delivered yes. to my home. Yeah, and I get people Mac. And you call it a swag mag? Well, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's okay. kind of a you cool little. We're just gonna, we're gonna let that one. Is go. it cool? I'm not saying Playboy. Is cool saying... the word? It, well, swag. I've ne- I swag mag. I don't know. It just know. seemed like it. You know, it's got internal rhyme. It seemed like a nice name for it. It was Did John. Guys... John created, and I just, I just picked up on it. It's like the only thing John's ever said that I've actually been like, oh, okay, you, I'll go with that. You guys still get the physical <laughs> magazine? Of it? I do. But here's the deal. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't actually, um, barely look at the magazine. Okay. And by the way. No jokes aside, we're going to get so to you're the not reading it for the what? articles? No, I'm going to get to the You barely si- look at the magazine? <laughs> yes, I'm going to get to the Sirianni audio shortly, by the way. I want to be very clear. But let me just get this off my chest, because this has been burning me up for about three weeks. My The reason I continue the, the People Magazine subscription, mm-hmm. I get daily emails from People Magazine. And through those emails, I stay up on pop culture to some extent. Mm-hmm. So I got an email about three weeks ago. I got to get this off my chest. And I sure as hell hope you guys agree with me, because I know I'm right. <laughs> All right, I want to read you a headline. Tell me what the problem with this headline is from People Magazine in an email about three weeks ago. Selena Gomez appears to confirm she's dating Benny Blanco. Quote, he is my absolute everything. What's the problem? That he, she definitely confirmed it. Like, that appears to confirm. What does that even mean? The problem is his freaking name. Oh, Benny Blanco? Benny Blanco <laughs> is obviously from Carlito's Way. Benny Blanco from the Bronx who kills Al Pacino. I looked it up. Because you guys know my theory from the past about Machine Gun Kelly. You cannot crypt a name from someone famous from the past and just, like, take it as your own. Like, Benny Blanco is a character from a movie. Oh, what if his parents on, named him that? No, I looked it up, James. Oh, you did? It. Okay. So this, right, guy, this guy stole, like, so someone's going to be, uh, I'm Apollo Creed. I'm uh, Vito Corleone. And then People Magazine's going to have a, a thing. Selena Gomez is dating, uh, dating Vito Corleone. Yeah, That's guess outrageous. What? Guess um, what? Now you know the name of Selena Gomez's boyfriend. Yes. So I do, but get I'm that question right next time we play pop culture. Mm, with yes, the hammer. but I'm annoyed at him. Um, Joe, I'm okay, annoyed at him. Yes, you go by the hammer. <laughs> I do, but that was bequeathed to me. That was given to me. Bequeathed. That was given to me. Bequeathed. Bye. I don't even know. It's like the whole thing. But I, I ask tough questions. It press meant a lot. But I mean, like Machine Gun Kelly. This was a gangster <laughs> in the '30s or thereabout. And and now we got some guy in society who goes by Machine Gun Kelly. Like you can't do that. So someone's gonna come along and say, I'm Jack the Ripper. And then people magazines gonna be like, Jack the Ripper is dating, you know. I mean, come on. Pretty sure nobody's taking come that. Come on. One. <laughs> well, someone's talking about Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Yeah, Machine I don't Gun know Kelly. Any better. I'm just Jack saying. The is I'm just saying. I don't like. All right. So Kaiser Soze, he comes along now, and now someone's officially Kaiser Soze. All right. Let's get to Syria. I am glad I got that off my chest. Oh, everyone is. It's been bogging me for a couple weeks. All right. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. 
Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.